Welcome to another edition of Singles Only. Uh, my name is Paul Farver, along with our trusty friend, Jeannie Dugan. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back. She had a little break last week. And uh, we have a very special guest, uh, a childhood friend of mine who's very successful uh, with her company, Enlightenment is Sexy. Uh, welcome to the show, Val Gangas. Thanks. Um, so the show's about singles only, so we have to talk about being single. You are currently still single. Is that correct? I am you're like you are still single <laughs> <laughs> after yes. all these years yes um, and I also feel like you tell every guest they're extremely special which makes them feel special I don't think I've ever called no. anyone special in my you life I I think you're mixing our show up with something else no go back to the tapes <laughs> it's because I was like wow that's really good that they do that we, we make people feel special yeah Jeannie does that I usually don't I've never said oh you're special to any I nobody's ever said that probably just somebody you're trying to bed or something. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, on the podcast? Do you think so? <laughs> I Maybe. might have said it to Sydney. Yeah, I was trying to sleep with <laughs> you her. Did, you did say it to the um, rock, rocker sex girl or whatever. Oh, okay. Was. Oh, Cassie, yeah. Yeah. She does rocker sex girl. <laughs> well, isn't sex therapy is the name of her show. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Wow, look at you. Did your homework I and did. came on the show. I wanted to know what I was walking into. I love that Paul asked you if you're single and right away when I found out what you do, I want to be like, are you enlightened? Tell me about that. <laughs> like, how do you get there? That's what I... You go live in like a forest like I did. Stop yeah. dating. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I've read your book, obviously, and uh, it's interesting. You, you talk about dating a little bit or mm -hmm. how people put a stress on having to find the your significant other and, and you tell people not to do that or... Yeah, kind of. I mean, it feels like super bizarre that people are really desperate to get married. Which is an outdated institution, we all agree. <laughs> I mean, I could care less if I get married, as long as you find someone that you like or not. But Just like, like that you don't have to love them? <laughs> no, you got to love them. And then you <laughs> yeah. can live, for me, I could just live with someone. But um, I've been to like a thousand weddings because I'm Greek, and I have panic attacks at the weddings because it feels like not right to me. Like there's a little desperation going on or like yeah. Yeah. maybe you don't really know who you are and then you hook up with someone and that's kind of a recipe for disaster, I think. Also, Greek people are very intense and they're they probably hard to be around. Weddings. <laughs> yeah, there's like a lot, I feel like there's a lot of taffeta and there booze. Is taffeta. With, with like candy. a fabric oh. and stuff, yeah. And yeah. No. So you so it's more the marriage that you feel like becomes desperate because so much attention is placed on it and it's less about it's less about the marriage than it is the wedding at sometimes it feels. It's for sure it's the wedding. Girls want that. I mean maybe guys do. I don't know. I can't speak for them. But there's no. so much pressure on girls to get married yeah. and it's like everyone's getting divorced and I don't meet that many people that are in super happy marriages. And like, yeah. I can feel them. I'm really sensitive. And I'll be like, oh, God, what a nightmare. Right. Yeah. So I would rather just wait. Well, you're running out of time, Val, right? For what? <laughs> right. For <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Is there, a, is there a coupon? Like, what is? Well, yeah, there's a Groupon for marriage. There's right a Groupon. Now. You have to be Greek. Do you feel like it's so bizarre to me that in 2016, we're still saying women are feeling pressure to, like, get married. Do you? I mean, they are. It's, like, yeah. really freaky to me. And they, they accept it. Like, they put that yeah. on themselves. Society does. Yeah, I mean, we talk, we've talked about it on the show where we've had women on, especially people in the entertainment industry, that they're like, um, you're single, you're, you're in your late 30s or, or 40s, and what's wrong? Like, why aren't you married? Oh, why I get haven't that you question all the time. How could you not have a boyfriend? How could you not be married? 
Yeah. I'm like. And you're uh, super cute, so people want to hey, know that. Thanks. Super cute. Um, They'll see the pictures. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I'm like, I don't know, but I'm really happy, so I'm doing something right, you know? Right. Because uh, I can't do it. I just can't be with anybody. Well, this is something we've come back to before, too. Do you, you like being alone? Do you like being alone with yeah, yourself? I do. I like being alone. And I learned to be alone. Like, I always had boyfriends before this, right? That's true, yeah. Growing I mean, up. since, like, sixth grade, I've always yeah. had boyfriends. And then I was like, I don't want to do that anymore. Like, that's bogus. And I wasn't going to marry any of those people. They were all wonderful, and I loved them, but I needed a break. And then that break kind of turned into a really long break. How long? Yeah. Um, I mean, I date and stuff, but I have not had, like, a boyfriend boyfriend in, like, six years. Okay. So you've gone on dates. Like, how are you meeting these people on dates? Because you, you, I mean, you're well, pretty. Well, first of all, I left Chicago. I sold or gave away everything that I owned, rented my condo out, and moved out to this town in Iowa. Like, I literally live in the middle of nowhere. You're like a Chris McCandless without the uh, deathly root potatoes <laughs> from the, from the guy, uh, Alaska. Sorry. Yeah. No, I, the book. Into the, the wild. Book? Into the wild. Oh, yeah, yeah like you sold everything. Books. Okay. I, Yes, I loved that. You book. should have known his name then. Come on, I no, go ahead. <laughs> I totally forgot, but I loved, I loved the book yeah. and the movie. Um, actually, I was like becoming obsessed with Bon Iver, yeah. And Justin <laughs> Vernon, the lead singer, like shit canned his whole life and moved out to his dad's cabin in Wisconsin. In Wisconsin, okay. and was totally by himself. Broke up with his girlfriend, and like came out with the most incredible album. And I wanted to write a book. So I was like, I'm just going to bounce. And I did, and, like, my whole life changed. That's insane. And when, how long ago was this? Uh, well, three years ago. Three I, years I ago? Left, I think, yeah. But before that, um, I was ar- my life had already changed. Like, um, I had a very, uh, like, radical thing happen to me when I learned how to meditate. So I was already, like, working with Oprah Winfrey and her staff and doing, like, public speaking and writing, and then I just – went full force into it, and there was no time for dating. Yeah. Like, I just wanted to write. But now that you've written your book, you are dating. Yeah, now I started dating more. And, you know, I just haven't met anyone that I'm, like, crazy about. But you're also, right now, you're living in Iowa, right? Yeah, but I travel, like, constantly. Because I was going to say, have you gone on any dates with the local Iowans? And I'm not. Yeah, I have, yeah. Farmers? Any farmers? No, because my town is, like, not like that. They're, like, everyone's from, like, New York or California or. You have people that move to Iowa from New York (laughs) willingly? (laughs) For the stand up (laughs) scene? Are they, like, wanted by the. the TM, the Transcendental Meditation people. Oh, Oh, is this, like, a community then? Yeah, the whole whole town meditates. Colorado got too expensive. They were, like, we're going (laughs) to Iowa. They were actually, I think, in, like, um, I think Santa Barbara or somewhere beautiful out in California. And then they bought Parsons College, <laughs> and, and they all like, moved to Iowa. We need something right. exactly opposite. No mountains, <laughs> yeah. oh more grass, the maybe some sucks. cows. Yeah. Right, yeah. Like, like, it's easy to be enlightened and meditate and beauty and sunsets <laughs> and beaches. If there's nothing Let's see to if we <laughs> could do this shit in a cornfield. <laughs> Let's that's see if there's exactly no distractions so there's nothing else right. that we'd want to do. do. Well, that's the thing. There's nothing to do there. I mean, there is, but not really. Mm-hmm. So you can write a book. or you While well, sitting yeah. at Applebee's. And do they have Applebee's <laughs> there? No. No, I live in they the middle They don't even have Applebee's? Applebee's? What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> no, I live in the middle of nowhere. Well, we figured that part out. There's no, like, Denny's or something. So what do you do at, like, 1030 if you're hungry? Is there a 7-Elevens? 
Um, I could go to like High V and like go to the grocery store. What's High V? They have grocery stores. <laughs> they have a Wal- I think they have a 24-hour Walmart. Oh, okay. But it's all like meth heads in there. It's really oh, yeah. freaky. Oh, you guys have meth heads. That's good. Well, I think they live like out of outside of the town. Yeah. They all moved from they Santa Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> they also moved. Like, hey, why is everyone going? I don't know. No, Let's check I don't it out. think they've ever like left their town. But they do yeah. a lot of meth now. Yeah. They're, like the zombie people at Walmart. That's like where I grew up. They never left, and they're all meth heads. <laughs> yes. Okay. So you understand then. Do Lots you, of Mountain Dew. Yeah. So okay. So you don't meet people on. You go on dates, but not, haven't met any farmers. These are other people that they're do transcendental. They're regular humans. Yeah. Like they're okay. not farmer people. And have you had? I've you, never gone out with a farmer. Okay. I just imagine right now. I'm thinking <laughs> though, if you are you meditate, which is something that people don't always truly achieve. You help them, obviously, right? That's your calling. I mean, like I talk about it. Okay, and and being enlightened. So your standards are pretty damn high, well, right? They have to be. This is the situation right now with me. I, When you're alone for that long and you're totally like, I went to therapy, I was meditating, I like changed my whole life, you're like a pretty whole person. Yeah. Like I feel pretty goddamn complete at this yeah. point. Yeah. <laughs> And you meet people, and they're, like, completely fucked up. So how are you going to do that? You yeah. can't. Yeah, you have to be broken, too. It's a wonder that Paul hasn't matched up. <laughs> He's just <laughs> broken. I've been broken for so long that it's just... But it's I did pour a lot of effort into, like, trying to piece everything together. It yeah. was important to me. So I have noticed there's, like, a little bit of a a space in between me and guys, because most guys aren't going to do that. Right. Most people are not going to yeah, do that. Yeah, that's hard work. It's got hard time work. for that when you got Applebee's and Denny's around. <laughs> there is no Applebee's <laughs> or Denny's. But I'm saying most people have those distractions. Right, I got rid don't. of all the distractions. Yeah. I just yeah. went for it. Because I thought, like, this is my life, so yeah. I'm going to um, not be messed up. That's okay. a <laughs> radical way to think. It, it, well... I well, didn't know what else to do, so I just did it. Yeah, that sounds like a pretty happy place to be. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. Re- I have no regrets. Boring, but happy. No, she Iowa. radiates happiness. You really, you look, first of all, you look like you could be a character on Full House. You're one of those. I do. I look like you DJ. You do, yes. Yeah, yes. you get that a Super, lot. But you, you do radiate happiness. I get TJ and Renee Zelliger. Yes. The yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cute, Renee. Yes, thanks. But you do seem like you are a genuinely happy person. It's weird to meet somebody that kind of radiates that because we don't I spend, see it a lot in the yeah, comedy I world. Yeah, I spend most of my time around comedians where we're all just looking at the floor in our notebooks <laughs> <laughs> to avoid putting ourselves back together. I, I just, I kept like seeing things that I liked and just doing them and like becoming more and more whole. And then I was like, I don't need anyone or anything. Like, yeah. I have no clothes. she's naked right now it's amazing no i seriously i was i looked in my closet one day in chicago and i was like whose clothes are those because there was like a hundred cocktail dresses and all these high heels and i was like those aren't my clothes and i just gave them all away yeah and it was like felt really good sure i I don't have anything now though okay so you you obviously i agree with jeannie that you're a happy person i know you personally so i get it too but, like, what do you do when you go on uh, – so you do go on these dates. I do go on dates, and yes. you know right away that it's not going well sometimes? Um, Yeah, I mean, and sometimes it's complicated. But like how I do you – I give it, like, five shots, and then I'll be like, oh, my five God. Five shots? Well, like, five dates. Like That's if very I kind, generous. If I, yeah, I was gonna say. like the person or if I'm, like, super bored. Well, what about – okay, so have you had situations where um, you um, – 
you got set up on a date or well, let's talk about the bad dates. You've obviously there's certain people that didn't make it to five, correct? Oh yes. And yes. has there been people I mean, that I don't date a ton, but yeah, there's been guys like I took one for the team once because <laughs> I was giving a talk at a corporation here in Chicago and the guy was a trader. He had like thirty guys working for him and they were all gonna learn how to meditate. And he asked me out in front of the entire company, like his company. And I made like a game time decision. Like, okay, if I say no, we're going to lose this whole thing that my boss at the time had been working on. Business before happiness. I don't, I'll never do that again. (laughs) So I What a creep to put that in that position. Yeah, yeah. I knew he was a freak show to begin with. (laughs) So we went to a vet that night and he was nuts. Like, on a scale from 1 to 10, he was, like, at an 8.5. He had two therapists that he went to, you know, each. To compete with each other? <laughs> just, like, two therapists. Second opinions? Yeah. Twice a week, every week. And then um, he, all he did was, like, talk about golf and himself and how much money he had. And he was just a douchebag. Yeah. And I just kept drinking and drinking and drinking. And I was like, oh, my God, this has to end. And I hated him. I felt like I hated him, and I don't hate anybody. Yeah, I did. So what was the second date like with him? Well, then I got like a thousand phone calls from him. Of course, he wanted to keep going, like go out with me again. How do you get out of that? I just totally blocked him. I pulled that move. Wow. You ghosted him? You just didn't respond or you blocked him? At first, I was just like, you know, we're going to be working together and, you know, let's wait till after we're done. Is that the voice you use? You're like, you know. (laughs) Probably, yeah. This is the voice to beware. Well, then I told my meditation teacher, I was like, this is what I did. And she was like, don't ever do that again. And. We did lose the whole. Oh, <laughs> because Despite. of you. I think because of me. Yeah, he was embarrassed. Oh yeah, that's true. You didn't think that one through. You could have just said, "Oh." I thought it'd be bearable, but it just you know it wasn't. Yeah, but it, either way, it probably wasn't going to end well because if if it did work out, would it be weird to have your significant other on in the meditation this thing? Teaching? Would like, that have been like a conflict of interest? No, there, he's only no. four days. He would have learned, and then oh, I just okay. would have dated him. Oh, okay. But, um, this person will never get married. He will never marry anyone. No. I mean, maybe, but no. Yeah, Sounds well, they're like the people that me. do marry someone. and Well, no, you never will, because uh, at least you're enlightened in that. I am enlightened in, in you, some you ways. You are going to get married. You think so? Yeah, he's going to crumble one day, and it's going to be hard. It's going to be a hard fall. It's going to be a hard mm. let's, let's focus on the guest here okay, first. Okay, I'm sorry. So, um, okay, so that was clearly a bad date. Now, was a, that was one shitty date, yeah. Okay, but then not all of them... Uh, other Everyone's ones have been, been rainbows like, and unicorns. How, how does that work? Everyone's been pretty cool, and I've remained friends with like every guy I've ever gone out with. What about? Pretty much. Okay, so have you had other first dates that didn't make it to second dates in the last? Yes. Okay, and what happened that made that happen? Well, so <laughs> that what that started happen? happening to me is if I would go out with someone and I like knew that I really didn't like them, I would actually have a panic attack on the date. So like that's my sign now, like. I will literally, like, start... Do you force yourself to pass out? So you <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. Or dangerous, depending on who you're dating. Yeah, right, that's true. Well, I always feel like I want... Like, I'm interested in people, so I always ask them a lot of questions, and I don't really want to tell them. And I, like, I just want them to tell me yeah. stuff, and then I'll be like, oh, my God, this person is just a super jackass. Like, I'm <laughs> what not makes them a jackass? In your, in your um, just, like, guys that will talk about their work like the whole time and try and take that angle and like impress you with how successful they are and I'm always like don't do that but they that's like all they got yeah so it's a real turn off it really real is yeah like I don't care about that what do you what are they supposed to talk about just like 
anything. God, That's I'm defending him. <laughs> what, what am I supposed to say? <laughs> How am I supposed to get girls if I don't say I'm a to lawyer? To you happy, I'm just Val. Saying, like, to lead with that is lame. Okay. You know but you I mean? don't like them talking about golf either, so what else are they going to talk about? <laughs> what else could guys talk about if it's not work or golf? No sports, no what, work. like, they're going to talk about football and beer? I mean, there has to be other interests right. going on. And if there's not, that Give is a Give us an real. example. Like about <laughs> Your childhood, your dreams, your best vacation you ever went on. <laughs> the I mean, funniest anything. female comedian you just saw at the Laugh Factory named Gina Dugan. <laughs> God. Go ahead. Sorry. No, you're fine. So, <laughs> so. I mean, everyone has disastrous dates. I don't have that many because I don't date that much. But I feel like you have. Obviously, the first ones you have the panic attacks where you get that out of them. That just started. I don't know what that's about. Wow. Okay. It's like pretty obvious. Like I'll be like, no. But then, then you have ones that make it to five. Like, how, how do you yes. give people five chances? <laughs> um, like, cause you're like, go oh, on dates. Like, we would like go on a motorcycle or go on an airplane or like do something fun. So, like. The fun Go on an airplane like yeah. Frontier Air. What are you no, talking about? No, like like I was seeing a guy that was a pilot. So oh. okay, so these guys have money. I'd give them five chances too. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but I really. But don't like, talk about your work. <laughs> no, no. Or but golf. Really, but everything else. Oh, you got a plane? I'll give you five chances. No, I mean I'm just saying like that person in particular. I'm still really good friends with. Like he was great. Well, did he flies you out everywhere? I mean that's a good friend well, to have. It wasn't like that. It was just like you want to go on a trip because I gotta go fly somewhere. I'd be like, yeah. But what, what if you're on the flight with him and then you guys, you, you can't break up with him on the plane, He right? starts talking about his job incessantly. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I mean, those planes fly themselves, so you can have full-blown conversations. Yeah. Oh. I was thinking oh. your nightmare date would be with, like, a professional golfer. <laughs> and all oh he would do is talk about his work Well, I can't talk golfing. about work or golf. What else is there to do? I actually so. think that guys that, like, totally love sports, are stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? Yeah, I do. I'm pretty smart, and I <sighs> love sports. You, you like could, it, but you're not like, oh, I'm going to paint my face green and go to the Green Bay Packers game. Yeah. Well, I don't like We're the like Packers, dictates so. their moods and their entire schedule for months at a time. And it's like, it's... And then wait a minute. football yeah. situation. Oh, my Fantasy God. football, I agree. I'm against. Uh, it's a downfall of society. But, <laughs> but I mean, the Cubs... I, I mean, my life okay, revolves around the cups. Okay, well, you waited a hundred years for that. I mean, I could see. I do give people allowance for that because that's a huge, you know, event. I get that. But guys, it is when you're, especially you get to a certain age, you just expect men to be somewhat developed, like their frontal lobes <laughs> to be developed. Bit, yeah. They're never going to be women. I feel right. like I, uh, I think I'm like outmatched no. right now. Like you guys, I've got to defend the men, which is a very rare well, thing on this show. Well, why is it so difficult to just be balanced? You know uh, what I yeah. mean? Like just be normal. Why do you have to be? A well, you show? just said you can't talk about work and you can't talk you about sports. Can. Of course, you can talk about it, but like unless that's not the only yeah. If you're a pilot, that's cool as shit. But no. if your job is <laughs> hey, cool. I, uh, I'm like. I'm a gatekeeper at uh, <laughs> at Walmart or whatever. Well, I haven't had that experience yet. But I think I totally get what you're saying, though. There is this um, point where you come to where if somebody, this is what they're presenting to you on the first date, regardless of nerves or whatever, they're presenting all their work as How their priority, money their money, or they're, you know, being obsessed with sports. And you're thinking, my God, you're over the age of 14. Like, Give up the high school ring, put it in your locker, and move on to some other hobbies. Right. I mean, I actually would like a guy to not tell me about, like, what's happening with him with work and all yeah. that. Like, I don't want to see him coming, you know? Like, yeah. I want to. Well, what is, well <laughs> I, I didn't say. No, well, what is, 
What? Uh, I don't want to. I don't want him to lead with that because it makes me feel like he is insecure or something. Yeah. Yeah, but sometimes men have to talk about themselves to like, uh, just get. It's like almost like this is what I bring to the table because it's like uh, dating, at least on a first date, is like an interview. Like you're like, this is what I bring to the table. Um, I'm a pilot. Uh, I'm golfing. Oh, well, yeah, okay. I'm a <laughs> golfer. Um, you know, I that's think how girls are super intuitive. So you're sitting there with someone, and like you can already see and feel them, like, and because of what they wear, because they buy their clothes on Groupon goods. No, you just know. Oh. You just know. The the clothing has not been a problem up to this point. Well, let's let's get back to my question because you're evading the question. So you got the guys who made it. They don't make it past one because obviously you have a panic attack. You're like, this isn't gonna work. Right. But then there's guys who are on. Let's talk about the guys I on like the cusp. Them, I like them enough to like hang out with them and. And I'm like, well, maybe I will like this person. You know, you got to give them somewhat of a shot if you kind of like them. So if you kind of like them, you're like, all right, day two. Then they still are talking about golf. I and feel like still the crazy comes out around day five if it's going to be there. Like, you know, people can be on their best behavior, but eventually a couple cocktails, they loosen up a little bit, the not so will slip out of Why does it take bit. you five days? I feel like you, you're uh, giving it way too much slack. Like, I think... Well, it's like a rare... It'd, it'd be rare for me to go on five dates with someone, but I have, and then I'll, you know, then maybe around six, seven dates, six. I'll be like, this isn't working, or he will say this isn't working, or it's not working, or I'd be dating them. You're very generous with yeah, this. Yeah, I mean, I... You know, three years into the marriage, I'm like, look, <laughs> this isn't what I thought. Yeah, like five dates is a lot of time to well, be I giving mean, somebody. Well, I obviously, I like someone enough to go out with them five times. Okay, so you're. it's not like you're – I kind of always had this thing this where – just a random number to five Five, times. okay. It sounded very specific. Yeah, you did I say it multiple too. times. You're like, I'll give them but five dates. Sometimes you're, like, not really sure if you're attracted to somebody. Right. And I could see giving multiple – Chances with that and you because have to kiss them. Yeah. Because you'll know in like right. two seconds, yay or nay. So yeah. when do the guys get the kiss? Like the second date? You, do the crazies get the kiss? Well, I don't think I'd like make out with someone if I thought they were crazy. But what if they're like Sometimes super attractive? <laughs> do you see the pause there? That's that's I the tend bullshit. to date guys that are not like over the top good looking. They're Why like, is that? I good. don't know, because I like um guys to look like awkward a little bit weird yeah yeah Good. i get that you hear that ladies i i t when you know what when top gun came out i knew this one was i was so attracted to uh anthony edwards Our, all my mm. friends were like going nuts over tom, tom cruise. cruise i was like oh anthony edwards yeah either. me either no. There's something about guys. It just has more character or something. Agreed, yeah. I feel like if you're not as good looking, you have to work more on your personality. Yeah. Like that's a yeah. common Girls theory. That's true. I agree with yeah. that 100%. I've had to work on my personality a lot. Well, you have work time. to do, Paul. I'm still working <laughs> on it. Well, and my mom would always be like, don't marry a really, really good looking guy or all the ladies are going to be looking at him. <laughs> and I'd be like, really? But then I just, no, my boyfriends have been cute. Yeah. I'm not I don't saying know. like. No, but they I, look I do like snuffle up against something. <laughs> snuffle up against. Good reference. I uh, no, I do feel like when you're good looking, you kind of coast through life, and a lot, and for women too, uh, it works the same way. But like, if you're not good looking, you've had to fight to have a, uh, you know, to be funny or to be successful. Yeah. I mean, there would be no apple. And it's when someone's passionate about something. You know, like I don't find that all the time. Yeah. Do you? No. Um, just people like, are yes, passionate about golf. Passion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like that would that would be if they were super passionate about it, 
it'd still be boring, but... So, okay, so how do you meet these people on your dates? That, whether it's a guy who only gets one, obviously you got the well, one when story. I moved to this new town, then I started meeting people in the town because there's, like, no one there, hardly. <laughs> so What's the population They're like, of DJ town? Tanner is it, here! <laughs> it was, I was, like, the new cat in town. Um, there's, was. there's, like, 8,000 people there, but I think 4,000 of them that is eight. And how many of wow. them are single? Well, the thing is, this town, like, everyone's pretty old, so there's not that many people my age there. What's... And, uh, no, but I've met people here in Chicago, too, and, you know. How yeah. did you meet these people? Like, through friends? Like, how, that's what I'm trying yeah, to... Yeah, just, like, being out. Um, just being out? Yeah, like, meeting... At a bar or something? Well, in this town, there's only, like, three places to go. I know, like... I like how we call it this yeah. town. Like, it's a <laughs> mysterious <laughs> cult place. We can't say where it is. It's in Iowa, it's but that's Twin all Peaks. you need to know. Yeah. Um, do you... So, do you meet people that are the same interest within like the meditation or therapy or realm kind of thing? Um, yeah, but uh, again, like I like balance. So I don't like right. someone that's like super nutso about that. Yeah. Just like it's cool if I meet someone that meditates because they get it. Mm -hmm. But um, I don't need part them. part of your life. Yeah, it's just it's like brushing your teeth or something. Yeah. But I don't need them to be like talking about it all day. Like Right. Plus, I would like to have, like, a one-up on them. Like, oh, you could do five minutes? Yeah, I could do, like, <laughs> 45. You know, like, I've seen myself from my outside, you know, type of thing. Like, there's levels to that shit, right? And I stuff. Feel yeah. <laughs> it's not a competition. I'm working Jeannie. on a moment meditation right now through an app, so I'm very together. Well, what we do is, like, it's seriously, like, Amy Schumer just learned, and she was like, it's the laziest, because it is. Yeah. Like, it's so easy, and it's 20 minutes twice a day. But okay. every person I think I've met since I have learned to meditate that it was not already meditating that I've gone out with has learned, and, like, their friends have learned. Yeah. And sometimes I think that's the only reason I met them. <laughs> like, the guy, it's like the guy here in Chicago, member that I went out with? Well, I, I don't know what you're talking about. We're on a podcast here. Okay, so. yeah. Oh, you went on a guy. You went out with a guy through meditation here. No, I met him through a mutual friend, and then he learned to meditate, and so did his friends, and like someone, I think someone in his office. But are you just meeting these guys to like introduce transcendental no. meditation to them? <laughs> no, be like, but when they I have done my work. <laughs> no, namaste, and then just walk the fuck no, out of the relationship. And then you just and evaporate. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of back to Iowa. Way. It kind of felt that way with this guy. Like it was the only reason I felt like I met him. Because he was a disaster. Yeah, like the and universe you put you together. Is no, that what you mean? No, he's unfixable. <laughs> <laughs> what makes him unfixable? We're not naming names here, um, so we can talk. Get closer to them. It's just too much. I, I can't. It's so. It's so bad. I just. Well, what are things that people should know in general that makes you unfixable? So. Or undateable. Like I think if you have a problem with hookers, like you oh. are unfixable. <laughs> like, I don't want to have anything to do with that. Wait. Problem with hooker, so there is ways to have a relationship with a hooker that doesn't make it problematic. Well, I think if you're like slapping hookers on your credit card left and right, you got a situation happening. Wow. Yeah. I definitely don't right. put it on the credit card for one thing. God. Yeah, that's smart, right? <laughs> yeah, it's that. cash only. I, I didn't even know that you could pay with a hooker. They're hooker. called call girls, I think. If you Escort. Could, if you could pay with a credit card, yeah. It's high end, probably. Yeah. Do they have like that? thing that you put on your Apple phone <laughs> that you swipe? <laughs> is that what it is? Um, the square? Yeah, they have the it in their, yeah. Never mind, yes. Were you going to so say they have it in their app? 
I think Jeannie, I saw your light your So okay, so the lesson here is if you have a problem with a hooker or hookers, plural it sounds like, then um, That's a hard, you know, mountain to climb. This guy made it to five dates though before you found he, out about the hookers. Um, oh my god, I'm not sharing this on my page. My Facebook page. Or no, actually, I'm not friends with anymore. No, with we're him. not. He, he, I no one's going to admit to being that guy. Trust me. He, I don't think you have to worry about it. This person came to, to visit me in Iowa, and I was just sitting there. We were at this, like, cute little bar that I go to to eat dinner, and I was like, oh, my God, like, you have sex with hookers. Like, I just, like, knew it in my brain. <laughs> and what? He, How did you guess that? I have no idea because I'm a weirdo. And I was like, oh, my God. And then he, like, crumbled and told me everything. Wow. You yeah. just looked at him and I said did. it? I did. What Was he, like, watching a commercial for hookers? No, and he's like, he I know You're that girl. like a profile. Like, the yeah. FBI could I use should, you. I should work for the How FBI. Did, it didn't, you didn't see anything, no signs? He was nothing but respectful to me. And but then he saw successful. a commercial for hookers, and you're like, <laughs> no, you I know that girl, don't God, you? I just knew. It was, like, one of those things. And I said it. Like, it popped in my head. And then, like, the words were already coming out of my mouth. And then he looked pretty shocked. And, well, because it was true. And then wow. I was like, this is not going to work out. And that's how it ended? I mean, it was already you st- No, I still gave him five more days. No, no, no. <laughs> I, we, no, he, it was not going to work out. Okay, well, um, on that note, uh, we're learning that you're very intuitive, obviously. Definitely. Um, that's what I, happens. Can you tell if I have a problem with anything? Well, you already oh, know we're not going to pro- get into that <laughs> right now. We um, don't have time. <laughs> <laughs> we are out of time, but uh, Val, where can uh, people f- learn about uh, your book, Enlightenment is Sexy, and your website and everything like that? Um, Promote it, please. The book is on Amazon, and then I have a website, enlightenmentissexy.com, and uh, tm.org is the Transcendental Meditation website. tm.org? Yep. Oh, I can't wait to check it out. Okay, well, thanks so much, Val Gangus, for coming in to Singles Only. We learned a little bit about your uh, your dating <laughs> and uh, your, your singlehood. Um, thanks a lot for everyone listening uh, out there in the world. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Ooh.